DevOps Shorts, DevOps Shorts, the show to listen to when your DevOps hurts. And even when you're going strong, it's short and sweet, so come along. Hello folks and welcome to DevOps Shorts, the show where we invite wonderful human beings to have a lightning fast conversation about devs, ops and other mythical creatures. The show where each episode only lasts 15 minutes and we're focused on asking only three questions. So it's short and sweet. Why? Well, because if there is one thing we know, it's that great delivery comes in small batches. And our guest for tonight is John Willis, the creator of the CAMS acronym, the co-author of the DevOps Handbook and currently a senior director at Red Hat Global Transformation Office. Hello, John. How are you? Hey, great to be here. Awesome. And without further ado, let's jump straight in our three questions. And the first question for you, John, is why do you love information technology? I have this naive assumption that you probably love what you do, and, uh, but you're the only person who can really tell me if that's right or wrong. We want to hear All right. This. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, this is, uh, we, we uh, you know, I think in this industry, we live a privileged life, right? Um, you know, I, I sort of fell into this, this sort of knowledge economy work or knowledge, you know, um, work um, sort of by accident when I was younger. And I think the thing that's sort of the most interesting to me is, and I, I tell young kids, you know, every once in a while, there's a couple of universities that I, I speak at every year. And I, and I say that, you know, the thing about even my success in my career, I've had exits, I've made good money, but it's always when I follow my passion and you know, this sort of simple algorithm, right? If, if you're not waking up sort of 7.5 days out of every 10 days with a smile on your face, and, and I don't be cavalier, there are people in this world that don't have these kind of options, but, but like find another line of work, right? Like, like, you know, um, you know, you're never going to have perfect days, right? Um, you know, and there'll always be, so no matter where you are, there'll be things that will just sort of drive you, you know, into sort of furious modes. But, but at the end of the day, you know, like you sort of calibrate your life and say, you know, when you wake up in the morning, are you like, like excited about what you're going to work on that day? And, and I've been incredibly privileged in, you know, I think, you know, if I look at it, you know, I've been doing this um, over 40 years, started in 1980. Um, my first job was actually with large IBM mainframes writing assembler. So I didn't know anything about anything. I literally was, you know, some dumb kid who got lucky, moved to Houston, and they gave me a job that said, here, learn how to do this and write code here. So I spent five years writing um, IBM mainframe assembler. We talk about a, a sort of a baptism, you know, and then I left there and I did my first startup writing IBM mainframe assembler, a, a, a mainframe monitor. And then the sort of distributed world started, you know, in the sort of late 80s. So, you know, they, I wound up sort of falling into that. And then I got into true distributing computing with things like Tivoli. And then the last sort of little less than 15 years have all been about sort of this open source, things that started, you know, early 2000s, you know, cloud, DevOps, all those things. And all just, you know, I mean, it, you know, I try to tell my young kids too, like the, it's just fascinating to learn. Again, it's another for the privilege of our 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 industry is that we, you know, like you know, even right now, I'm at Red Hat. I'm in a go, you know, global uh, transformation office, and um, 
and typically I'd be doing a lot of client visits and things like that. And right now I'm just doing a ton of research, uh, researching you know, some automated cloud governance, um, researching um, like what is, what is business continuity? You know, again, I, I'm 61 years old and I still feel like a little kid when it comes to this stuff. I, I just, uh, yeah, it's um, just sort of look for that true north of the things that get you excited. And, uh, you know, yeah, I just, Yes, a lot of fun. It's learning what I hear. Yeah, you love to learn and you get to learn, right? Okay, wonderful. Oh. And one, one little thing that's just uh, since the gong hasn't gone off is, um, you know, Gene Kim calls me a boundary spanner, right? And, and, and it's nothing special about that, but I look for other areas, you know, look at your safety, resilience, uh, learning organization, um, just sort of drawing in from right now, I'm doing sort of research on. Uh, one of uh, my peers is getting a PhD in, in transition design. So how does design theory apply to um, IT? Right? So, so looking to, to span these boundaries and sort of collapse them into what we do, that's where you sort of get great learning growth. So, yeah. Okay, wonderful. And we still have nine seconds left from that. <laughs> and we go straight to the next one. So the question is, what was your DevOps aha moment? You, you, you're one of the co-authors of the DevOps handbook. You, you guys coined the aha moment, the DevOps aha moment uh, concept. So I'd love to hear about it firsthand and go. Um, yeah, so Andrew Schaefer, um, who I now work with at, at, at Red Hat as part of our GTO team, um, he was the founder of Puppet Lab. So I was, before sort of DevOps was really coined, I had been sort of working with Luke Kinesis a little bit, really following him and trying to see what that, this whole space, you know, infrastructure's code was all about. And, um, and I heard Andrew on a podcast uh, at one point, and I knew him, and he, he was talking about agile infrastructure and agile operations. And I, I, I remember I almost drove the car off the road, you know, because I was like, what is this? I, and I called him. I said, what, what is this? I, this is like agile for me, being an ops guy, was like, yes, that's cool, but that's not me. But then I, um, you know, then I, you know, I've been following the infrastructure's code, and, you know, you store your sort of puppet manifest and source control. So I was sort of on that road. And when I heard that term, it just lit me up and I called him and he said, well, there's some guy over in Europe um, that's been doing a bunch of people in Europe, but one in particular, and his name was Patrick DeBar. So I reached out to Patrick and Patrick um, said, yeah, we're going to run a conference, a DevOps day conference in Ghent. And, uh, and, and I was like, okay, great. And I was actually working at Canonical at the time. And he said, if, if Canonical pays your way to come over, I'll go ahead, you know, we'll go ahead and give Canonical a free sponsorship. So I did that. And the aha moment was, I didn't really know what was going on. I thought this agile infrastructure thing was something that I should be around and learn more about. But when I got there, there were all these brilliant young people, you know, and that were sort of just exploring. I'd been doing sort of Tivoli and large enterprise stuff. It's never really worked. It always felt like at the end of the day, you were sort of taking money and feeling guilty. Because, you know, it was just hard to change large infrastructure. And then all of a sudden, I'm seeing all these configuration management tools, and I'm hearing these young kids talk about, you know, young men, young women talk about all this fascinating new stuff, you know, open source. And, and it was DevOps, right? And, um, and I just, it just sort of rejuvenated me to sort of move on. I was really sort of, at that point, 
thinking like, you know, what am I doing in this industry? I'm not really helping anybody. And I, I went to Ghent and, you know, that first DevOps days in Ghent and, uh, and I came out of there explosive. Like me and Damon Edwards then like eight months, seven months later ran the first DevOps days in the U.S. And, and to put it in perspective, we're like maybe 40, maybe 50 people in Ghent. There were 300 people in the first DevOps days that, you know, we had it at LinkedIn. And, and then like we confirmed that explosion. So just as passionate as those 50 people were, now you had 300 people just exploding. And, and I just saw this thing and it just felt right. I mean, you felt like, you know, you were sort of, I mean, to get too crazy, like a painter during a Renaissance period, you just ran into, you know, uh, to lose the track or, uh, you know, or, uh, you know, um, you know, what's his face? I, I don't know why I'm forgetting the famous artist, but anyway, um, like you, you just were there and like, oh my God, I'm here. I am here. This is incredible. Yeah. So I, that was my aha moment. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay, and we still have a little bit of time left from this question too. And let's go okay. straight to the third question. Uh, well, first of all, it's great to, to hear about the aha moment from the, one of the originators of the term. And uh, the, the next question is the question that is most, the closest to my heart because I like to call myself a software delivery futurist. I like talking about future. It really excites me. And this is uh, your chance to talk about future. We want to hear what you think is next for DevOps and the IT industry in general. Uh, you define how far ahead to look. You can talk about what happens tomorrow when we all go out of the lockdown, or you can talk about uh, what happens in a year, in two years, in five years from now. Uh, go wild. We want to see your... Sure. Yeah, yeah, no, you can imagine I think so I, I would be thinking uh, a bit about this question. Um, what's interesting is, um, so last um, September, Andrew Clay Schaefer, a good friend of mine, calls me and says, what would you think about coming over to Red Hat with me? And I've been an entrepreneur startup. I, I usually stay away from big companies. And I was like, I, you know, I don't know, Andrew. And he said, well, here's what I'm doing. I'm, you know, it's sort of an executive sponsored new team that we're going to create um, to sort of infuse some ideas into Red Hat. And by the way, Kevin Bear and Jay Bloom are coming. And I've been great friends with Jay and, and they're sort of just brilliant man. Andrew's a brilliant guy. And I'm like, wow. Okay. So we started talking to Red Hat about what we would do. And, and, and so sort of the theme that came out is we've been 10 years into this DevOps thing, give or take. And we've done a good job, like, all right, like, like collectively as a community, you know, all the sort of books, the, the conferences, um, all the contributions yourself, all of us. Um, okay, let's pat ourselves on the back, honestly. But the problem right now is, you know, there's the sort of red queen effect, like sort of standing and running in the same place. So the question now is, so when I started sort of talking about DevOps to large enterprises 10 years ago, I would go in and say, you know, there's two clubs. There's the 3% club and the 97% club. Which one do you want to be part of, right? And, you know, because the 3% club had all these sort of really cool things, you know, CAMs, culture, automation, measurement, sharing, right? And, um, well, but today, I mean, it's sort of the, the things that were novel, you know, five years ago, doing continuous delivery was novel. It's table stakes now. So the question right now in 2020 is, what are we going to do as a community in the next 10 years? And because in five years from now, if it's just GitOps, no disrespect, GitOps is awesome. 
but like we failed as a community. Like we, we spent too much time patting ourselves on the back. Right. So now, and, and I think this is important and um, you know, especially working with Jay Bloom, he's getting, you know, he's getting his PhD in, in uh, transition design and, and he's got, um, you know, it's from Carnegie Mellon, which is one of the top design schools. So we're really thinking about like, it's, it's, you know, whether we call it DevOps or not, don't really care, right? Like people call it digital transformation and I'm okay with that too. But the point is, how do we move the needle in the next 10 years? Because again, um, if we're just sort of talking about CICD and GitOps and sort of monitoring with a new fancy term, again, no disrespect to sort of observability or, you know, or, you know but like you get my point. So the, the question that we're really thinking about, and like I feel so blessed again and privileged to be with Kevin Bear, who are, you know, co-author the Phoenix Project, if you don't know him, Andrew and Jabe Bloom, that we're actually thinking about like how do we sort of like think about what it needs, what are the what sort of roadmap or the ways that we need to get people, I'll give you one example, I know I'm running close to the gong, but we've been sort of very closed mind about dev and ops. Um, we've been thinking about sort of multiple elements, we call it the five elements, you'll see more about this, where it's not just dev and ops, it's dev and ops, it's uh, product management and architecture and leadership. And sort of like a Chinese medicine, if you don't, if you don't get sort of the balance of all of those, and what are we, in 2020, most enterprise architects and companies are 20 years behind us. Product, product is a mess in most cases, right? And then leadership's like stuck in the middle of this grid. And, and so we're really, um, that's one tool we're trying to think about is like, how do we sort of walk into an organization and help them sort of um, not just look at sort of the dev and ops balance, but the balance between architects. If you don't have a, the right, if you don't have the architecture in your company, and if you gone, gone. That's all right, very interesting, John. Thanks. By the way, my wife is a Chinese medicine therapist, and she tells me about the five elements all the time. Yeah, so it's a, it's a lot of fun to be able to sort of use that as sort of this sort of um, framing for how you sort of expand. It's about balance theory, you know, and it's about expanding. Um, you know, expanding sort of sense making of an organization. Okay, and we have a little time for the blitz question. Okay. Uh, online conferences or offline ones? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I mean, face to face will never, they'll ever beat face to face. Hallway tracks, speaker rooms, I mean, that's where I get all my juice. But given what we got, what we got, hey, you know, online conferences are okay. Have you ever thought of leaving the tech industry? And if yes, then to do what? Oh, and we um, yeah, I mean, when, before that DevOps day in Ghent, I mean, honestly, I was really sort of soul searching for, um, like, is, is this, I got to this sort of brick wall of, am I really improving anybody's life? Um, and, but since then, no. <laughs> okay, cool. So you fell in love with IT again. That's, that's, that's right. I did. I did really. Finish for the show. Thanks a lot for coming. It was short, sweet full of content, full of insight as, as you Yeah, no, cool. I love the format. Love the format. Pretty awesome. So thanks for inviting me. Short and sweet. Thank you for listening and watch out for new episodes of DevOps Shorts.